Welcome to this week's podcast on World Encounter with Dr. Abiodun. Today, Dr. Charles Abiodun will be speaking on steadfastness in faith, which is a wake-up call to every believer to operate in faith in working with God. Here is Dr. Charles Abiodun with today's podcast. You're welcome to today's podcast once again. And please, let's turn our Bible to Mark chapter 11. Mark 11, we take a reading from verse 22. It's a familiar scripture. Mark chapter 11 from verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Today we're speaking on steadfastness in faith. Steadfastness in faith. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you again for today. Thank you for the privilege you've given us to come into your presence and to receive your word, to receive the manna from heaven that is able to make us live. Pray, Lord, today for every one of us, for my listeners, that as we receive your word, Father, it will mix with faith in us and it will be fruitful in the name of Jesus. That your word, Lord, we add value to our work with you. And we will fulfill destiny to the glory of your name. Holy Spirit, breathe upon the words today and let it minister life unto every listener in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Steadfastness in faith. Steadfastness can be defined as loyalty in the face of trouble and difficulty can be defined as firm in belief, determination, and, or adherence. Steadfastness is known to be, I mean, it's not subject to change. It's immovable. So steadfastness, in short, is unwavering in your faith in God and in his word. Because we are speaking in the context of Christianity. And what is Faith. That's trust or confidence in the intentions or abilities of a person, object, or ideal from prior empirical evidence. It is belief and trust in God. It is loyalty to God. That's faith. Trust or confidence in the intentions or abilities of a person, object, or ideal from prior empirical evidence. It is belief and trust in God and it is loyalty to God. Faith is trusting. Faith is believing. It does not give room for distrust. It does not give room for unbelief. It is interesting to know that the Bible gives us a brief description of faith in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
And uh, for the purpose of this message, I want to define steadfastness in faith as being firm in belief and determination in one's confidence and loyalty to God. Steadfastness in faith is being firm in belief and determination in one's confidence and loyalty to God. It is being resolute in the belief that God can be trusted and it is being immovable in one's trust and confidence in God. We all know, according to the word of God, that is walking by faith, that is by walking by faith that we can please God. We can't please God in any other way. Walking by faith is the only way by which you can please God. That's what the Bible makes us to understand. If you read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. What is he saying there? That without faith it's impossible to please God. He said, Because whoever comes to God must believe that God exists. And that he rewards those who diligently seek him. True Bible faith is confident obedience to God's word, despite circumstances and consequences. You believe and understand that walking with God is walking by faith and not by sight. That's true Bible faith. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. That's faith. Faith doesn't look at the things around. I mean, not that it doesn't see the things around. It sees them, but it doesn't affect his confidence in God. It doesn't affect his trust in God. It doesn't affect his faith in God. So, he walks by faith, not by sight, not by circumstances, not by situations, not by the things he can see around. He operates by his spiritual sight, which is activated by faith. The operation of faith is a very simple one. I say God speaks. We hear his word. We trust his word. And we act on the word. That's simple faith. God speaks. You hear him speak. You trust the word spoken. And you act on that word that you trust. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so we trust his word and act on it no matter what the circumstances are and no matter what the consequences may be the circumstances may look impossible and the consequences may look frightening or even unknown but all the same we obey god's word and believe him to do what he has promised that he will do because we know he's faithful he cannot lie Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. He's not neither the son of man that he should repent. Whatever he has said, he will do. That's God. He's faithful. Faith in God gives attention to the word of God and stands on that word. It's just like Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. He said, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sins. A man who is walking by faith will give attention to the word of God. A man is walking by faith, we incline his ear to God's instructions, to God's sayings, to God's word, because that's the basis of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's Romans 10, verse 17. So, 
when you're walking by faith, you give attention to the word of God. You incline your ear to the word of God. And like I said, you key into it, you believe it, you trust God enough to act on that word. And you are walking by faith. You're not mindful of the circumstances. You are not mindful of the consequences because you know that the consequences, the outcomes will always be good, will be positive because God is in control. Hallelujah. Walking and persevering in faith is rewarding. For anyone who engages in walking by faith with God, you discover that it's a rewarding venture. It is good and rewarding to walk by faith, but more rewarding to persist and persevere in the work of faith. It is not rewarding to start the journey of faith and abort it midstream. There must be persistence and continuity if the reward is not to be lost and the efforts become futile. So when you say you have faith in God, you must persist. You must move on to his logical conclusion so that your faith will be rewarding, so that your faith will be productive, so that your faith will be fruitful. Because anyone who goes on, I mean, starts off by faith and along the line, you know, falls off, is not worth it, is not right, is not proper. Because there is no reward in falling off. Is completing it that brings reward. Steadfastness in faith involves persistence and refusal to relent even in the face of discouraging situations or circumstances. It involves remaining unwavering in our faith in God and in His Word. You must re- be unrelenting. You must be unwavering in your faith in God. You must persist in standing on the Word of God, no matter the situation. There must be no room for doubts and unbelief. Because James chapter 1, verses 6 and 7 says, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of a sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. An unbelieving man cannot receive anything from the Lord. Someone who is doubtful cannot receive anything from the Lord. It's by faith you receive whatever you need to receive from God. So you must have a faith of God. That's what Jesus told his disciples. He said, Jesus told his disciples to have faith in God. He urged them to have the God kind of faith. That's what we read from our text, Mark 11. The type of faith that brought all creation into existence. God spoke creation into existence by faith. Everything God did was by faith. He spoke and it came into being by faith. So that's the kind of faith Jesus was asking his disciples, you know, to obtain, to have. Because that's one that is fruitful. That's one that is productive. God type of faith. That's the faith that brought Lazarus from the dead. In John chapter 11, that Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth. That was the same faith that brought that widow's son, the widow of nine, that Jesus had an encounter with. I think in Luke, uh, that should be chapter 7 thereabout. That he brought him forth from the dead. That's the God kind of faith we are talking of. It's active. It's fruitful. It's productive. In Hebrews 11 verse 3, Bible says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which <clears throat> are visible. Excuse me. <clears throat> so what we're saying is that 
God brought everything he did into effect, into visibility by faith. And which we need to operate by that same faith. Is that faith that will bring things to be, that will, that, that, that will make the things that God has deposited in us to come into reality. Hallelujah. Is that faith that will make us to fulfill destiny. This faith is productive and does not fail. It is by it that the men of old who walk with God obtain good reports. That's what Hebrews 11 verse 2 tells us. So for by it the elders obtain a good testimony. They will obtain a good report. If you are going to obtain anything from God, beloved, and enjoy a victorious Christian life, you must live by this faith, God type of faith, an unwavering trust in God. And unwavering belief, unrelenting belief, confidence in the word of God. I remember the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. If it's so important that, you know, that scripture is quoted three times in the New Testament. Quoted from the Old Testament. Quoted from Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 says, Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. And this scripture, the just shall live by faith, is quoted three times in the New Testament. We find it in Romans chapter 1, verse 17. Say, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, it's quoted again, say, But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. And again in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, it's quoted again, Say, Now the just shall live by faith. For if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Beloved, you will not draw back in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, If anyone draws back, God has no desire, has no interest in such a person who draws back. Because it's he that continues to the end that gets the price. Hallelujah. That's why you cannot start by faith and go off midstream. You must go on to his you must you must go on to, to the logical conclusion and obtain the prize that is at stake and get your desired promise from God. Hallelujah. It is by living by faith that you can be confident of getting what you need from God, believing that He's loving, He's caring, and He's faithful. Hallelujah. You must begin to speak like Jesus as walking by faith. Living by faith and speaking like Jesus, acting like Jesus acted. Jesus' disciples were surprised that his words concerning the fig tree came to pass. You remember the way to Jerusalem, Jesus wanted something. He was hungry and he wanted something from the fig tree, he wanted some fruit. They got there, there was none. And he caused the fig tree and said, Henceforth, let no man eat fruit of you, or of, of the fig tree. And when they were returning, the disciples Notice that the fig tree that Jesus caused had already withered, had already dried up. And they drew his attention to it, say, Lord, the fig tree that you caused has dried up. And Jesus was surprised looking at them that, what do you expect? Spoken by faith, it has to come into effect. When you speak by faith, it has to come into effect. And Jesus now had to, you know, tell them. You had to make them to realize in that Mark 11, 22 to 25, Told them, have faith in God. Have faith in 
God. Say, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Say, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. That your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. That's Mark 11, 22 to 25. And from there you could see that Jesus was saying in essence that for you to have what you say or you desire, to obtain your desire from God, there are certain things that must be in place. I call these things the principles of faith. The principles of faith. The principles of obtaining your desire from God according to His will. And there are five of them from that scripture we read. Number one, have faith in God. You must have faith in God. You must believe God. You must let your faith, confidence, trust be in God. Not in any other person or in any other God. Yeah, your auntie, your uncle, your parents, or whoever, your friends can you know, reach out to you and be a blessing to you and supply your needs. Yes, they can, but your focus must not be on them. Your faith must not be on them. in them. Your, your trust must not be in them. Your confidence, your faith, your confidence must be in God. God can use them, can use any other person. Hallelujah. Then number two, speak and don't be silent. Speak, 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 speak. Jesus said, whoever says to this mountain, say, speak. A lot of times we are quiet, we are silent. You speak, you have to open your mouth and speak. Don't be intimidated by the problem, by the challenge. Speak, don't be timid about it. Speak. Because like a minister of God says, if you don't speak to your problem, your problem will speak to you. And when your problem begins to speak to you, and that can be dangerous because your problem will begin to speak doubt to you, will begin to speak fear to you, will begin to speak death to you, will begin to speak, you know, symptoms of sicknesses to you. You know it. But when you speak to your problem, you will, the problem will not be able to speak back to you. You obey your, the word of God that you speak to. Speak the word of God concerning your situation. Are you sick? Speak the word of God. By his stripes, I'm healed. Oh, are you in lack? Or, I mean, financial need? Say, my God shall supply my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Speak the word of God to the situation. Then number three is ask in prayer. Ask, 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 ask. Don't be afraid to ask God. He's your father. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 says, Ask and you shall receive. It says, Seek you find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. It says, For everyone who has receives and everyone who seeks finds. And everyone who knocks on the door, the door is opened unto him. Ask. In John chapter 14 verse 14, Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So ask. Then number four is believe and refuse to doubt. Believe is important. You must not doubt. Oh, you must not doubt. Oh, a doubting fellow, an unbelieving fellow cannot receive anything from the Lord. You must believe God. And number five, forgive those who have offended you. It's important. I call on forgiveness BB. What I mean by BB, not Blackberry. What I mean is blessing breaker. Blessing blocker. So don't let any unforgiveness block your blessings from God. Don't let unforgiveness deprive you of God's blessings. Beloved, these are essential for you to be on a receiving level with God. You must have faith in God. You must speak and don't be silent. You must ask in prayer, believe and refuse to doubt, and forgive those who have offended you. When you do this, 
you are the level of receiving from God. But you must always remember, beloved, that Luke chapter 1 verse 37 says, For with God nothing will be impossible. So nothing is impossible to him who is with God, who believes God. And also Mark chapter 9 verse 23 says, Jesus said to him, If you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. That's what Jesus says at Lazarus' tomb. He said, I mean, have I not said to you, if you will believe, you will see the glory of God. Believe, 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 believe. You see the glory of God. Beloved, be steadfast in your work of faith with the Lord, and you will be greatly rewarded for it in the name of Jesus. I'm throwing an invitation to every one of you out there. You've not yet known the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to accept him today as your Lord and Savior so that you can begin to walk steadfastly in faith with God and begin you know, to obtain the promises of God, to make them become reality in your life. Give them the invitation to you right now. All you need to do is just say these words after me, and I can assure you the Lord will save you. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today confessing and repenting of my sins. I invite you into my heart. Cleanse me and give me a new lease of life. Free me from sin and make me devoted to loving you and serving you. I break my allegiance to the devil and I choose to serve you from today. Help me, Lord, by your spirit. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for your people who have given their life over to you to this, this day. I ask, O oh Lord God, that you will accept them, your beloved. Fill them with your spirit. Make them your own. Forgive them their sins, O oh Lord. Give them a new heart to love you, to serve you. And that shall be well with them. I break every power of the devil over there, every allegiance they have with the devil. I severe it and I declare they are yours from today. Your spirit will operate in them and through them and for them. And it shall be well with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, I want you to know if you've taken that decision, if you've made that word, I mean, confession with me, that you are born again, you are filled with the spirit of God. I want you to join the Bible-believing church, begin to worship there and the Lord will build you and you become mighty in his hand and you begin to walk in faith with him and you begin to get things done for him in the name of Jesus. Quickly we're going to pray now <clears throat> before I bring the podcast to a close and our first prayer point there here says, my father and my God, make me steadfast in my walk with you. Strengthen my faith in you and make it fruitful. My father and my God, Make me steadfast in my work with you. Strengthen my faith in you and make it fruitful. Shall we pray? So, my Father and my God, I pray this day that you make me steadfast in my work with you. Strengthen my faith in you and make my faith productive. Make my faith fruitful in the name of Jesus. Strengthen my work with you. Strengthen my work with you. Make me steadfast, Lord, in my work with you, Lord God. And strengthen my faith and make me fruitful in my faith to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to pray and say, My Father and my God, teach me to always speak and declare your word over my situations. Grant me my request as I ask in prayer according to your will. Shall we pray? Say, My Father and my God, I pray, O Lord God, that you teach me to always speak and declare your word over every situation in my life. Grant me my request and I ask in, as I ask in prayer, according to your will, grant me my request. As I ask according to your will in prayer, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you teach me to always speak and declare your word over every situation in my life. 
in the name of Jesus. Grant me my request as I ask in prayer according to your will in Jesus' name. Amen. And finally, the third prayer point, we're going to pray, say, My Father and my God, I receive the heart that always believe your word. Let not unforgiveness deprive me of answers to my prayers. My Father, my God, I receive the heart that always believe your word. Let not unforgiveness deprive me of answers to my prayers. Let's pray. My Father, my God, I receive today the heart that always believe your word. Let not unforgiveness deprive me of answers to my prayers in the name of Jesus. Father, I receive the heart that always believe your word, that always put my confidence and faith and trust in your word in the name of Jesus. Ah, the, the heart of unforgiveness will never be in me, O Lord God. Unforgiveness will not deprive me of answers to my prayers in the name of Jesus. I refuse to give a place to unforgiveness in my heart. I let go of every spirit of bitterness, of rancor in the name of Jesus. I keen to Lord God. Ah, to your spirit of forgiveness, I forgive. And Lord, I receive your blessings. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. <clears throat> Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless you and I honor you, Lord God, for your word to us this day. Thank you, Father, because I believe your word has come unto us. And that word, O Lord God, I pray that right now, mix it with faith in our hearts and is productive and is fruitful. In the name of Jesus. I pray for every one of my listeners, O Lord God, that today, you will establish them, O Lord God, in sincere work with you, steadfastness in serving you, in working with you, in obeying your word, in believing your word, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, they will begin to operate by faith in you, O Lord God. Nothing will shake them, nothing will make them to waver, O Lord. Nothing will make them, O Lord God, to, 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 to change their mind concerning working with you. That they will be resolute, O Lord God, in their work of faith with you. And as they begin to exercise faith in you, O Lord God, you will honor them. You will answer their prayers. You will give them testimonies. And Lord, they will have every reason to keep blessing you and praising you and keep working in faith in you. In the name of Jesus. Is there any sick among you, Lord, my listeners right now? Father, let your healing virtue flow unto them right now. As they believe you, as they key into you, your healing power by faith, O Lord God. Heal them, O Lord. You are the Lord God, the great physician. And by the infirmities of Jesus Christ that have been laid upon the cross, they have been made whole. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, they have been made whole. And so I declare it is well with them in the name of Jesus. Any work lacking now that looking unto you for one need or the other, as the key unto you, O Lord, key into your word by faith, O Lord God. Father, make it a reality. Supply their needs. And let your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. For King, for joining in this week for this week's uh, podcast. Next week is another edition. And until then, I say remain blessed and rapturable. Amen. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on plus two three four eight zero nine six two three seven three zero zero. 
plus 234-809-623-7300. Or you can send an email to wordexplorersministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.